Hello and welcome to the podcast for the December issue of The Lancet Infectious Diseases. I'm Oda Visca and I'm here with editor John McConnell to discuss the highlights from this month's issue. John, your leading edge this month is titled Shifting Goalposts in Antibiotic Approval and discusses some confusion about what types of trials the FDA find acceptable for antibiotic approval. What's this confusion about and what are your recommendations to the FDA? Yes, the US Food and Drug Administration has recently told two pharmaceutical companies that the non-inferiority trials that they've conducted in order to gain approval for a couple of new antibiotics are not acceptable, that instead they want placebo-controlled trials. Now, obviously, we applaud the FDA's uh, attempt to improve the standard of of clinical trials, but we think that they've handled this situation in in a rather clumsy fashion and that they need to set out much clearer guidelines on the type of trials that uh, pharmaceutical companies should be conducting in order to get their antibiotics approved. And we note that that these new standards seem to have been in the works for several years now and still haven't yet been published. What's the pros and cons of the different types of trials? Well, a a non-inferiority trial is uh, really an attempt to prove that the new drug is no worse than the old drug. And for very serious infections, say something like meningitis or pneumonia or very severe tissue infections, then there's probably a case for for doing non-inferiority trials. But in infections which are uh, self-limiting, such as um, otitis, sinusitis, mild skin infections, then I think it's reasonable to ask for placebo-controlled trials because you could, the expectation is that the, the infections will clear up themselves anyway without, without any intervention. So uh, I think the FDA have made a, a reasonable case for demanding these, these sort of trials, for demanding that placebo-controlled trials be done. However, they're handling, if you like, they seem to have sprung this new requirement on these drug companies after they've already conducted non-inferiority trials. So they perhaps haven't gone about it in the the neatest of all possible fashions, although their, um, their motivations are to be applauded. There's also a review this month of scabies, which is a neglected skin disease with epidemics during war, famine and overcrowding. What are the authors saying in this paper? Scabies is a um, a disease caused by a a mite. It's actually an an infestation rather than an infection. And it's caused by a type of mite called Sarcoptes scabii. There's estimated to be something like 300 million people infested worldwide. And the disease doesn't just occur in the underprivileged parts of the world. It also occurs in the developed world as well, uh, generally in institutional settings or amongst homeless peoples. It causes itching, a type of hypersensitivity reaction. The, the treatment is relatively simple and straightforward. Insecticides or you can use a systematic therapy such as ivermectin. So uh, this is a disease which has been neglected in the sense that it tends to occur in neglected people and that, that probably should be much easier to manage than it appears to be because the, the therapies are available. And finally, there's a personal view about rotavirus vaccines in Europe. A group of experts called the European Rotavirus Vaccination Advocacy Committee are calling for routine rotavirus vaccination in infants across Europe. Why are they doing this now and why is such a vaccine needed? Well, there's been moves to develop a rotavirus vaccine for some time. In fact, the, very, the first rotavirus vaccine had to be withdrawn from the market after there was some, some adverse reactions to it amongst, amongst infants. However, there are now two new rotavirus vaccines which should be available in Europe soon called Rotorix and Rotorix. Tech and they don't seem to have they don't seem to be associated with adverse reactions. Now, rotavirus is the most common cause of infant gastroenteritis worldwide, and it's almost certainly the most.
most common cause of hospital admissions amongst infants for severe di diarrhoea. And although the um, mortality in Europe from rotavirus infection is, is pretty small, it's 200 to 300 deaths a year, then it's almost certainly causing somewhere around 20,000 hospital admissions per year in countries such as um, England, Wales and Germany. So these experts are advocating that rotavirus vaccine be added 